0: Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. TV has not practiced, uh, what's today, Wednesday, so he has not
1: practiced on Monday or Tuesday. Uh, he's been with the trainer. You know, we'll see how he is, you know, Later today, when when we're about to practice, I would anticipate him jumping in doing some stuff today. Um, Probably, well, not probably, won't do anything live. So if most of our practice is live, then that means... (laughs)
0: <laughs> you won't be involved in much. Yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Hey, Every time you
1: put a mic in my face, I'm going to say
0: Arkansas. And Joe Franklin.
2: Who won't go in the shell.
1: We
0: won't go in attack mode. Because that's what's required. <laughs> on 103.7 The Buzz. with my boobay
1: taste like too late for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westie girl with my bass stuff. I know that it's good, but you said it on my taste blood. I can get way too busy wish you let me do the extras. Pull up for your black and break it A.M. to the B.M., B.M. to the A.M. funk Eat up your per diem, you just got to hate them funk If I quit your B.M., I still rock Mercedes funk If I quit this season, I still be the greatest funk My left stroke just went viral Right stroke, put a baby in a spiral Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note It's levels to it, you and I know Tell them be humble, hold up. Sit hold down, up. Hold up. Hold up. Be humble, hold up Sit
0: holla,
3: down.
1: Sit down little, Sit
3: down. Welcome in out of bounds here on 1037 the Buzz. Appreciate everybody listening in on this beautiful day here in the great estate of Arkansas. John Neighbors, Joe Franklin, broadcasting live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios with you today. And thank you as always for making us a part of your afternoon. This afternoon, it is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, so we're going to have a lot of things to try to discuss because there's a lot of things happening here on this Thursday, and we want to hear from you. You can call or text in by simply using the same number, 501-661-1037. You can also get after us in the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors, and today, Dudley Dawson will join us once again of Hogville.net, net give us a little bit of an idea of the recruiting side of things, transfer portal visits that have been going on at the U of A and the football program, which have been very vital and very crucial and very important. So we'll have some updates on that, and we'll also have Aaron Torres of Fox Sports Radio joining us in the 3 o'clock hour talk a little bit about the craziness that uh, not only is college football and basketball, but also some of the NBA craziness that happened last night, which is uh, quite the wild story. But uh, we'll dive into that as well, more of your phone calls and messages, and... Also have another Razorback basketball ticket giveaway for the Arkansas Lipscomb game on Saturday, and by the way, folks, it is officially a sellout, so it's going to be a crazy atmosphere and a crazy game there in North Little Rock at Simmons Bank Arena. And if you don't have tickets, we're going to give you an opportunity to win a pair of tickets to that game, which is great because any time that they come down here to uh, play a play a basketball game, it's a great atmosphere, but just good to see that the streak is still alive of having a sellout crowd there in uh, Simmons Bank
2: Arena. Always a lot of excitement about seeing the Razorbacks here and even though the season so far has been up and down, you still want to see them and have another opportunity to win a game. Yeah, it's going to be great. Great atmosphere. Hopefully the Razorbacks bounce back and we'll actually have some audio there from
3: Eric Musselman as he prepares for that game as well. But there's no question that yesterday and last night... There was some excitement for an official schedule reveal for the Razorback football team and the SEC in general. As the 2024 season, everyone knew the SEC teams that they were going to be playing. They just didn't know when they were going to be playing them. So now it is official. You have the Razorbacks and their slate, which we knew a few games already going into it, whether it was leaked out or non-conference games. But the schedule is going to be as follows, where Arkansas will open up the season against UAPB in state school at War Memorial Stadium in Little Rock on August 31st. They will go to Oklahoma State in Stillwater the next Saturday, September 7th. UAB at home in Fayetteville, September 14th. At Auburn, September 21st is their first SEC game. They have Texas A&M in Arlington, September 28th. Then they have Tennessee at home in Fayetteville for the Fayetteville home opener for SEC play on October 5th. Then they have a bye week. Then they have LSU at home on October 19th. They go on the road to Mississippi State October 26th. November 2nd, they have home against Ole Miss. Then they have another bye week to which they face Texas at home November 16th. Louisiana Tech in Fayetteville November 23rd. And in the season, as we were talking about, against Missouri on the road in the Thanksgiving weekend and that rounds about the regular season so any surprises any changes anything that you like anything that you don't like I mean guess Joe the biggest thing that stood out to me was Arkansas only having one game in Fayetteville in their first five games but when you have the game in Little Rock you have a game in Arlington uh, that doesn't seem to change but it certainly seems like the the bye week placement was pretty nice for Arkansas too so there's some pros and there's some cons too Uh, both sides of it. But overall, I don't really have that big of a problem with the schedule, actually.
2: I think people were excited about seeing Texas towards the end of the schedule because of the fact that, you know, the Missouri game is the last game and there was a lot of talk. Everybody wanted to see LSU back at the end of the schedule. We knew that wouldn't happen. But seeing Texas towards the end of the schedule, I think people were excited about it. Oh, yeah, just
3: to kind of build up a little bit of anticipation for it. And uh, the biggest thing for me, too, was – now that you have two bye weeks because of how the calendar lays out, Arkansas really benefited, in my opinion, from having the bye weeks before playing two of the arguably toughest teams on their schedule with Texas and LSU. Those are where your bye weeks are at. We know bye weeks are very crucial and vital to not only getting a chance to rest up and get healed up, but also gives you extra time to prepare for an opponent that will be coming up. And Arkansas, I mean, I'm not trying to say this is exactly why, but Arkansas and their one SEC game they won last year was coming out of the bye week. So maybe there is some truth to that, but it's nice to have it to where not only both of those teams that are really good are going to be played after a bye week, but also their home games. So you should feel like you have at least a little bit more of a competitive edge. And, of course, I say that also knowing that Arkansas's worst performance is best past season was at home, but that doesn't matter. Last year's last year, we're moving on to this year. So I'm fine with the schedule. Not a whole lot of uh, home love in the beginning part, but the final seven-game stretch seems to be as good as you could ask for.
2: It'll be interesting to see also with the two buys in this season schedule because it uh, kind of rotates or it happens every now and then where there are two buys. But for the most part, you get one buy. And so it'll be interesting to see what the difference is like by having two buys on the schedule.
3: Yeah, it's a it's a new thing. And I like... The placement of it not only because of the games, but also later in the year. You play five games straight, and then you have the uh, ten, I guess excuse me, I should say six games straight. So you play six games, and then you have two bye weeks after that. So it's nice to where the time of year where you need to be your healthiest, you got to work up to it. Uh, those are going to be coming into play right then and there. But it's not going to be an easy schedule. There's no such thing as we know, especially in the SEC. But they're again positives. I look at it as a mainly positive deal because not only have all of all that, but we knew this too. But not playing Georgia or Alabama on the schedule is is, is pretty nice. Those are you and Texas A and M are the only teams in the SEC that has to, that doesn't have to play either one of those teams, and so that will be at least a, a little bit of a nice thing you would think. But still, Texas is going to be really good as we know. LSU is always going to be really good. I feel like Ole Miss is going to be really good. So, even if you don't play Alabama-Georgia, it's not like you're getting off easy. you still got a lot of good teams you got to face.
2: You get a chance to see them at some point, but don't have to worry about it this year. And who knows? Georgia or Alabama could be down this upcoming season. You never know. You know, it's always based on what they've done the previous season, how everybody projects the next season to be, but... You never know how that can go.
3: Yeah, it's true. Alabama could have a ten-win season. You know, be having a real struggle out there. Same with Georgia. Can't imagine. Uh, but I, I'm I'm pumped up for it. And you know, the teams that uh, from the other SEC schools, of course, uh, you know, everyone's gonna have to play each other. But seeing Florida's schedule next year, like man, I, I know it was tough this past season. But you're talking about Florida having to play just li- listing their SEC teams. A&M at home, at Mississippi State, at Tennessee, Kentucky at home, Georgia, being in Jacksonville at Texas, LSU at home, Ole Miss at home. Like, that's tough as it is. But their non-conference slate They open the season against a team called Miami of Florida, and that game is at home for them. They play Sanford. That's their, you know, easier game in the second week. But then they play UCF. UCF, Gus Malzahn and UCF October 5th. Keeping it all in state. And then Florida State have met that down the road at the end of the season. like you, They are playing, of their 12 games, 11 of them
2: are against, at least in this current, Power 5 opponents. Stack it up. Stack it up, baby, and play the best of the best. And they expect to be better as far as their recruiting class and what they have coming in. So this is what they want to do. They want to compete against the best.
3: Hey, listen, I'll, I'll give them credit because there's a lot of schools and a lot of places that wouldn't want to load it up and would want that set up. But give, give them nothing but kudos. It's, it's, I mean, if you're Billy Napier, you're just like, okay, all right. Let's uh, see how this one goes. But, uh, again, applaud them and it's keeping it on state and going up against the best teams in your state. Because right now, I know Florida had a pretty tough year, but right now it is. Florida State, for sure, is uh, right now at this point the, the best team in the state. Miami's going to be really good, as always. And then UCF with Malzahn and what they've been able to accomplish, especially in the first year in the Big 12.
2: Well, the thing been about been, them is three of their four non-conference games they're all power five teams mm-hmm. and yeah most schools like you mentioned they they wouldn't take on that type of challenge most of them will not take two two power five teams much or less three uh so yeah in this past year florida had
3: utah on the road and you know thought that that was really tough but yeah they're uh, they're gonna definitely gonna have to go through a gauntlet Uh, There's no question about it, but I don't think anybody really got off with some sort of easy schedule. Again, there's no such thing as it. you got some other non-conference games that teams will be playing and uh, looking forward to, but either way. Overall, I have no qualms with the schedule, which I was surprised by. I thought I was going to be mad about something, but I'm actually not. (laughs) For once, uh, with the SEC, I'm actually not too upset about anything with the schedule reveal and uh, how it all played out for Arkansas. But they have a great home slate, an SEC play. Great home slate.
2: Starting the season off at War Memorial Stadium again. That'll yes. be a great way to get the season
3: started. That's right. And being against an in-state opponent, which is always cool, It's pretty, especially in football, because they did it, what was it, Twenty was it 2021 that they played UAPB in Little yeah. Rock? Yeah. But that was at the that was in the middle of the year. Uh, this one's the start. Of the season. Yes, exactly. So, so that's that's pretty nice too. But uh, overall, though, what are your thoughts on the schedule? Let us know 501-661-1037. six six one one zero three seven. Let's go to the phone lines here early. Talk to David, who's in cabin. What's up, David?
4: Hey guys, uh, always love the show. Uh, I was just curious, what is the Bet Saracen line on if we ever ever? Get to play Vanderbilt again because <laughs> they skipped the normal rotation. Oh. Uh, they made it to play Florida yet again, and four of the last five contests against Florida have been in Gainesville. So not only did they skip the normal rotation of teams we play in these, they skipped the home and home. Uh, it, it's just bizarre how there's always somebody in the SEC off.
2: So, what they did, David, is they took this year separately, and they're going to reevaluate now, and then they should be able to get that rotation together depending on what they decide as far as eight or nine conference games. And they'll be able to get things together where you will see a more frequent rotation, and you won't see teams that you don't play for so long.
3: Just let you know, we'll uh, get with Neil and Carlton over there, Bet Saracen, see if we can get a line on that <laughs> uh, to answer your question too. But yeah, it's certainly, if you look at Arkansas, since they've joined the SEC, which was in 1992, Vanderbilt and Arkansas have only faced off against each other six times. Oh, wait, that's wrong. they faced off against each other seven times, seven times. So it just doesn't seem like that's uh, happened too often. Uh, and Vanderbilt has won two of those matchups, one of them being – 2018 Chad Morris's first year they lost at home and the other time was when Jay Cutler came to Fayetteville and beat Arkansas so both of those are home losses but I get it does feel like of all the teams that Arkansas has not played the most in the SEC since 92 Vanderbilt's definitely one of them but hey the way it goes you just got to go out you got to take care of business you got to win the games but we'll continue here and from you get your phone calls and text messages at 501-661-1037 what do you make of Razorback schedule what do you make of the sec schedule do you even care let us know we'll get to that and a lot more here on out of bounds on trash talk thursday so stay with us
1: Listen for birthday trivia in the zone, brought to you by Elia's Mexican Grill. Elia's is available for holiday caterings and private parties. Book yours today online at eliasmexicangrill.com. Sports Center. Last night in college basketball, the Woodrock Trojans beat the UT San Antonio Roadrunners 93 to 84. The Trojans were led by Jameer Chaplin, who had 22 on 7 of 10 from the field and 3 for 5 from 3. Woodrocks next game will be against Murray State on Monday. Arkansas State beat Louisville 75 to 63. They were led by Caleb Fields, who had 20 points, 6 rebounds, and 8 assists on 6 of 8 from the field and 2 of 2 from 3. The Red Wolves' next game will be next Wednesday as they take on the Bruins of Belmont. And in the SEC tonight, there will be one team in action, Florida will host East Carolina at 6, that game will be on SEC Network. I'm Christian Weaver with the Buzz Radio Network.
5: It's finally that magical time of year. The year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet. If a brand new SUV is on your Christmas list, now's the time to buy. Get up to $3,500 off a 2024 Chevy Equinox when you buy before December 31st. SUVs not your style? No problem. If you wish you could see a pickup truck under your tree, we have you covered. Get up to $10,000 off a 2024 Chevrolet Silverado this month only. Plus, buy at Guatney Chevrolet this month and you'll make zero payments for four months. That's right, you get to keep those savings for all your holiday shopping. If you want a fantastic deal on a new SUV or truck, you don't want to miss the year-end closeout at Guatney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer. Come see us at 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville, or visit GuatneyChevrolet.com to learn more. Chevrolet, together let's drive.
4: Hey, it's Coach Z, Razorback Basketball Color Analyst. I'll be on Out of Bounds Tuesdays this basketball season recapping the Hawks. I can't wait. Thanks to Telco Federal Credit Union, providing homes since 1950 for your dream home, duck cabin, home remodel, or vehicle. Check
1: them out online at telco.com.
5: Hey, it's Howie at Robert Irwin Jewelers, and I've got great gift ideas for anybody's budget. Like half-carat diamond studs, only $399. Free financing, bigger, brighter diamonds, better prices. Robert Owen Jewelers, five locations or online at rijewelers.com. Is your heating system ready for winter? Middleton Heat and Air is here to keep your family safe and warm through even the coldest Arkansas winter. Schedule a safety check for your system before it gets cold. Our experts also offer free estimates on replacements with no overtime rates from 8 to 8, even on weekends. See why we're the most trusted name for HVAC in the state. Call Middleton today at 501-767-2345. Heartland Rehabilitation and Care Center in Benton proudly offers compassionate and loving care to our veterans, meeting the unique needs of every veteran who
3: calls Heartland home. Visit heartlandrehabcenter.com.
0: Brett Michaels,
5: Party Gras 2023. Saturday, December 30th, Oak Long Racing Casino Resort Event Center. From over 50 million albums sold comes the Poison Hits and Solo Hits Live.
0: Fred Michaels, Party Gras 2023. Tickets on sale now at oaklawn.com. Gambling problem, call 1 800 4700.
5: You knew the risks when you decided to drive drunk. There could be a crash. People could get hurt or killed. But that didn't stop you, did it? You knew you could get arrested. You could incur huge legal expenses. And you could possibly even lose your job. You were well aware of the consequences of driving drunk. But one thing's for sure. You were wrong when you said it was no big deal. Drive sober or get pulled over. Paid for by the Arkansas Highway Safety Office.
0: Make it the event that everyone wants to attend by getting your meat for tailgates, parties, or just family get togethers at Hogs Meat Market. Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson. Off the zone read, play action, pumps once, looking deep, Tesla at the goal line, complete, touchdown Arkansas! Man, is this guy a find or what? On 103.7 The Buzz.
3: Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds, but never going to talk trash about Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, because let's be honest, folks, it is full swing hunting season, and there is only place one place that you ever need to get all of your hunting experience and hunting gear, everything that you need. It's in Max Prairie Wings, and they always have a question for each and every one of you. How many guns does a man need? Well, the answer, always, always, is just one more. And right now with Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, it is the place to go for just that one more gun they're featuring up to $200 off select in-stock Browning shotguns and rifles, as well as a $75 rebate on Beretta A300 Ultima and $150 rebates on the Beretta A400. Also, the Weatherby 18i Waterfowl 12-gauge Super Magics 3.5 in Mossy Oak Bottomland is on sale at Max Prairie Wings for just $849.99, and if you're in the market for a brand-spanking-new handgun, Max carries a huge selection of all calibers, like right now the Stoger STR9 9mm automatic is just $249.99 after rebate. So check out their entire gun selection and the huge ammo sale that is going on right now, either at their store in Stuttgart, or you can shop them online at maxpw.com. That's M-A-C-K-S-P-W.com. It's Max Prairie Wings. The hunt begins here it's Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. Talked about the SEC schedule reveal from last night, which I'll be honest, Joe, when I saw that the program was going to be two hours long, I was a little worried because I'm like, please don't do this. Please don't make this thing where it's like, we're going to reveal one week. Talk about that one week and go to commercial break, and then we'll come back and do another week. Cause like just that's when it's time to oh. hit X. Yes, that's and that's what I think a lot of people were doing. But I didn't watch it in its entirety. It was more just waiting until I saw the schedules because I feel like they moved fairly quickly. At least a lot quicker than I thought they would. And then once it was revealed, I was like, all right, I'm out. And I'm done. I didn't. Mean, I didn't need to hear reactions or hear, uh, you know, calling in, hearing people talk about it. But uh, it was a, it was a big deal and. And it was uh, good to see all the games get put together. and saw them in the non-conference games because I didn't even realize like Texas and Michigan play each other next year. Like,
2: I mean, it could be a national championship rematch
3: next season if those two teams face off against each other. So,
2: and, and that's uh, something that a lot of schools aren't worried about anymore as they would have in the past where if you do suffer an early season loss or even a couple of losses – you'll still have a chance to get into the playoff because of the expanded playoff.
3: Oh, yeah. And that's another thing that's going to be on people's minds of the college football playoff experience. What is that playoff going to look like? What are going to be the prerequisites? What's that going to do for the bowl games? What's that going to do for uh, if there's a possibility of having on-campus games? Whatever it may be, that's going to be the next big step for college football. But on our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback, uh, Sue wants to know, when does the contract end for games in Arlington? And why is the Missouri game at Missouri when this year's game was at Missouri? Thank you. Well, this year's game was actually in Fayetteville, so that's why. Uh, but the contract, I believe this is the last year. This is the last year. Thankfully. I think, everybody, I think everybody's kind of like, all right, we've, we've had our
2: fun. And it's funny to say thankfully and then watch... Before the season starts, hey, we have some breaking news. We're gonna extend this contract. It's gonna be for another ten years. Mm. Thanks to Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. Thanks, Jerry. We love it. I a, I would hope I see the thing and about it is
3: AM wants out of it more than Arkansas does. They wanted out of it like ten years ago. <laughs> Once they joined the SEC and they got that new half a billion dollar innovation to their stadium, they're like, Man, we don't we don't want this anymore. This does nothing for us. Playing in a Dallas Cowboys Stadium is all well and great, but we got our own version of a Dallas Cowboys Stadium where we play and we would rather have that game at home. Or so. it's going to be
2: a five-year contract, Arkansas and Oklahoma State.
3: Mm. ATT See, I, Stadium. I mean, I wouldn't mind that either. I just I, I don't well, mind people
2: are already complaining about playing Oklahoma State now. Yeah. I
3: I I have no complaints about Oklahoma State, but I guess it would be weird because, you know, Fayetteville is not exactly located close to any other major campuses. And it's like the one time and they finally get games scheduled against a team that's somewhat close to their campus where people can make a day trip out of it if they wanted to, to go to a game, then it's like, oh, well, no, we're not going to do that. You guys still have to drive down to Dallas, like even further for both teams to go down there. It's like, uh like it'd be cool in theory, but I, I'd i rather have it to where it's like, again, you can't, there's not many places you can just get in the car, drive over there, watch the game if it's a two o'clock or three o'clock kick and then come back home. Like you just can't do it that way at Arkansas. So, Let that happen for Oklahoma State and Oklahoma,
2: too, because they're not too far away. It's their closest campuses. Uh, They don't even care about playing each other. No. No, (laughs) No, they don't. And if they did, they would want to do a home-and-home for sure. (laughs)
3: Yes. Yes, 100%. But as we know, Jerry Jones, Jerry's going to get what Jerry wants. And if Jerry wants Arkansas to play in Dallas or Arlington
2: for the next five years, he's going to be, well, I'll find you an opponent. I will find you. Here's another old Southwest Conference rivals: Arkansas versus Houston, AT&T Stadium. (laughs) Just that, yeah. There's that or uh, Baylor. You know, throw Baylor in there into the mix. Um, TCU,
3: TCU, yeah, would be another one too. SMU, because they've they're doing the ACC,
2: right? Is that what they think about that? Though, is that's that would be more like a home game for them. Mm -hmm, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the other teams, at least you're not. In the Dallas Metro. Right, yeah. At least have a little bit of travel well, for them, CCU, too. I guess, uh, would be kind of the same deal.
3: Yeah, but still, I mean, it's a full, like, hour, you know, really far away. But, yeah, no, you're right. It's It still would be, no matter what, travel for Arkansas. But, like, yes, do a lot of people from Arkansas travel? Yeah, For sure. But I would love to know, and I don't know if there will be a time where you can figure it out, like, the percentages of how many people go to that game in Arlington who are people that live, the Razorback fans that live in, the Dallas area, or Texas, or just, you know, it's convenient.
2: probably make it a point every year, or they did at least until Arkansas started losing the game every year. Yeah, it's it's, it's so crappy, because it's such a beautiful facility
3: and such a cool place, and uh, such a great atmosphere for tailgating and everything, but if you're a Razorback fan, just because of the games themselves, it's really ruined a lot of those fun experiences, so it's put a sour taste in people's mouths. Uh, Also, from the gangster museum of america live fan feedback uh nancy says yeah that texas game it will be so anticipated when they will be coming in at like eight and one and we will be three and six
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, well it's still arkansas versus texas from the arkansas standpoint yeah yeah exactly it'll be historic first time that they faced off as conference
3: foes since nineteen ninety one. So it'll be that element too. Texas
2: may not care as much, but
3: Arkansas will. No, they they won't. Like it's Texas is gonna be focused on what where they're not at not only during that year, but also they're playing Texas A and M. back on the Thanksgiving weekend. And just as also we predicted LSU and Oklahoma are playing each other in the last game of the season. Of course. So I wonder what they're going to call that or if they're going to make some sort of rivalry out of
2: it. I don't need to call anything. It's I mean, just I wish two good wouldn't. teams playing each other. Can't we just leave it at that?
3: Like, just, that's all it needs to be. It doesn't need to have a name. Just let it be. Let it be, and then if it happens to get a name, then so be it. But don't force it right off the get-go.
2: Uh, also, the, what was uh, it? Um, crimson and Purple. The, the <laughs> Crimson, crimson purple. and Purple rivalry.
3: Ugh. Yeah, Crimson and Purple or the... Uh, yeah, something like, uh, I don't know, there, there could be something with the OU, LSU, some sort of vibe. I don't know. Like I was so triggered the other day when I saw at the BOK Center, Woo Pig Sooner is what uh, was written on the sign. I'm like, gag me. I would never want to see that crap again. Never want to see that crap again. Uh, Kristen Bentonville says on our Sun structure Solution Sex Night, says, what are you talking about? U of A is close to Stillwater, about two hours closer than Little Rock. No, that's what I was saying. Close to campus, like another another school campus that's close to Fayetteville. There's not many of those that are there. And Oklahoma State, I think Oklahoma State's about two and a half hours. Yeah, like he says from Fayetteville, and I think Norman's like three, three and a half, something to that extent. Is it? Yeah, I think so. Okay. I could be, I could be wrong. It's been a while since I've driven there, but because uh, I guess you take four twelve, yeah, and go it, all the way through. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. On game days, for traffic, it probably could be could be that much, but yeah, that's a that's a big one. And also, Stan Litterrock says, would be nice if we could schedule the Litterrock game Thanksgiving week since the students aren't on campus anyways. Yeah, I mean, that's that's been the, the way ulti- it used to be. Yep, the ultimate debate of uh, having that game there. I think uh, Acrey said on the zone that he wouldn't mind if that Louisiana Tech game, the second-to-last game of the year, was in Litterrock and then had the opening game of the season in Fayetteville. But I could still play UAPB at that time, but then open the season against Louisiana Tech in Fayetteville, so that way at the end of the year when you get closer to that point. It's not its not Thanksgiving. It's not a big-time opponent, but, you know, maybe as you get closer to the end of the year, maybe more people would be apt to go into November, you know, because I feel like there's not really been a game in November at World War Memorial since the Missouri game. I forget which year it was, 2019 or something like that, 2018. It's been a while essentially, since they've had a game in War Memorial there in, the, in November.
2: Well, it's just like uh, one of the previous messages talking about the Texas game, saying that, you know, Arkansas could have a bad record, whereas Texas could have a really good record. You you want the game at War Memorial to be at a time where everybody is kind of focused on Arkansas and really about Arkansas at the time and not have it so late in the season where, yeah, it's true. the you know, the record could go either way. They could have a good record, but... On the other hand, they could have a bad record and people not want to show up for it.
3: I still say that this past year, when Arkansas played uh, Western Illinois, that it was uh, Western real, or Western Carolina. Thank you. Uh, it was a much, it was a better crowd than what I thought it was. Not that saying it was it thought it was going to be bad, but uh, Razorback fans did a good job of of showing up for that one. And I think because of this excitement surrounding it, we'll see what the team looks like and everything. But. I think that game, because it's, of course, the first game of the season, and you're going up against an in-state opponent in UAPB, and it's the first year of the return of Bobby Petrino's offense, I think that there's going to be as big of a crowd there as you'll ever see for for that opening game, for sure. So that's an element, like you said, making the crowd a lot better for that game because people are. it's the first time. I mean, it's the first time you get to see it and get to see the changes that they made, too. Uh, Let's go to the phone lines. Brad is in Cersei. What's up, Brad?
4: Yes, sir. Hey, uh, yeah, when I moved here in 79, Dad took over the Northeast High School job. Uh, I was one of the privileged to get to go see the Arkansas-Texas game at Little Rock. And, man, of course, we were from Texas, so everybody thought we were Texas Longhorns fans, but that was so far from the truth. We were back fans, born and bred. But uh what was the year that Arkansas-Texas uh, came into Fayetteville and it wasn't too far after that. uh they it was storming really, really bad. Texas was number one in the nation, and Arkansas just beat the living brakes off of it. That's all I got, brother. Hey, that's Brad. Longhorn deal. You, is you just got to go back to the Southwest. Brad, do
2: you know the answer?
4: No, I do not.
3: Ah, okay. I think it's night Is nineteen eighty one right? Is that the game you're referring to? I, was that, it
4: '81?
3: Yeah, because that was the I don't year that. I remember my
4: brother being in Northeast at that time. That's when he graduated.
3: Okay, the reason I'm saying this is because that is the one game I do remember where Texas was ranked number one, and I'm pretty sure they played at War Memorial Stadium for that too, and Arkansas won pretty handedly. Except, uh, so pretty sure that's the year, but we'll double check for you. Because
4: I was at I was at Mr. Grady's behind McCain Mall, and we were all watching the game. And of course, they were dogging me, even though. <laughs> i have been to school with them a few years, and they knew what a Razorback fan I was. They didn't care. I was from
2: Texas.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, y'all have a good day, man.
2: You too. Take care, Brett. Appreciate it, Brad. Uh, yeah,
3: I believe that. Uh, just looking it up, it was 1981 when Arkansas number one Texas played each other, in Moore Memorial in Arkansas uh, beat them pretty handedly. Uh, like, in, which was surprising to see how that uh, played out because Texas was four and zero. Arkansas was four and one. Surprisingly, it was uh, not uh, ranked or anything like that. But, yeah, Arkansas took care of business in that one, too. So, uh, let's see. Also, yeah, he's, this is, comes from our uh, Sun Structural Solutions text line from the 501. Almost like he remembers it. October 17th, 1981. In, oh, it was in Fayetteville is what he says. But he said it snowed 42-11 to 11 was the final score. So, I don't know. Maybe it maybe was a, a different game that we're all thinking about. Texas was always highly ranked, though. We do know that. Do know that. Uh, Also, from the Southern Structural Solutions text line from the 501 says, I would have liked to have seen Oklahoma on the schedule to give me the old Southwest Conference vibes. Well, I mean, Oklahoma wasn't necessarily in the Southwest Conference during that time, but uh, you're right. It would have been cool to see them on the schedule, but I have a feeling that probably next year, Arkansas and Oklahoma, or well, 2025,
2: will but probably that's the happen. thing about the SEC scheduling that there were half the league played Texas and the other half plays Oklahoma. They didn't put them both on anybody's schedule.
3: Yeah, and that's kind of the way it's going to be. For they're trying to, because I'm not trying to throw a bone here to the SEC or anything, but looking at it from the third party and the outsider's perspective. I'm sure it's extremely difficult to try to make every single school and every single team happy when you're scheduling and 16 teams and you have eight games to do it and you got homes and roads and ways and you got neutral site games. It's, I, you know, it's
2: a difficult thing to try to make everybody happy. But in it, that it's regard. easy math. Also, you got 16 teams. You're playing eight conference games, mm-hmm. so it's easy to split it to say Texas is going to play half the teams. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma is going to play the other half. Right.
3: Right. Yeah. In that perspective. Yeah. For sure. I'm just saying, like, in general, of knowing. All right. Well. The, you know, you get these teams, you get these teams. You know, you get to play Georgia and Alabama on the schedule here this year, and you know, you don't have to. Uh, it, but that's why after this year, it's going to start going into more of a, again. We don't know if it's three permanent opponents or whatever it may be, but it's going to go into more of a rotational, seeing teams a lot more often at their places and at home because they get rid of division, so you're not so. Landlocked and handcuffed to playing, well, seven games every year of these teams, and then you have one rotation. That's not going to be the case anymore after this year. Or you could also go to nine games, which I think is going to be eventually happening for the conference schedule too. And also on the Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, <laughs> Hammock says uh, only four wins on next season's schedule, including a seven-game losing streak before Louisiana Tech. Shaking Whoa. my head. Whoa. Damn. A seven-game
2: losing streak? gum, <laughs> man. I
3: don't even know what the team's going to look like fully, but
2: that would so, yes. be rough. Yeah. Four wins. So, so Auburn, A&M, Tennessee, LSU, Mississippi State, <laughs> Ole Miss, and then Texas. Hmm. I mean. That's a seven-game losing streak. I'm not saying that it won't happen
3: because <laughs> at this point in time, uh, who knows what these teams are going to look like? But those are good. Those are all going to be good teams. Good teams, and maybe even better than what Arkansas is. So yes. Uh, also from, <laughs> that's funny. I, it's love that like it's because people are you know feeling that way about the schedule no matter what. But man, seven. You're already calling your shots of four wins and. It'd be
2: the same, I guess... Same exact record as this year. That's that's yeah. the point they're trying to make that is not much is going to change.
3: Yeah. Because I guess your four wins... All blah, 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 blah.
2: non-conference games. Yeah.
3: I guess at least you beat Oklahoma State on the road, so there's there's a decent win. Might be able to put your feather and your cap on that one over in Stillwater. But yeah, that's nothing. Who knows what Oklahoma State team's going to show up? You know, Is it going to be the one that competes for the Big 12 title? Or is it the one that loses to Sam Houston State? There's a lot of uncertainty about it, except for now we just know the dates. But, again, the bye week before Texas and LSU is huge. And I'm also kind of looking forward to it because the bye week of the game before you play LSU is the Red River rivalry or Red River shootout. And so I have a few people that I know is going to be going to Dallas to watch that game too. But, yeah, it's it, – again, the schedule is the schedule. I, I like it. I don't mind it. You're still going to have to play these teams. And, I mean, we don't even know who the quarterback's going to be for Arkansas next year at this point in time. Uh, let's go real quick to Brent and Stuttgart before we take a break. What's up, Brent?
4: What's up, John and Joe? Hey, Brent. By the, by the way, uh, this is the first talk show I've called into at, at, as a 55-year-old.
5: Oh, uh, hey.
4: Yesterday was my birthday.
2: Happy birthday. Uh, yeah. hope you had a good time.
4: Oh, Joe, you know every day with me is a good time. You know that. <laughs> uh, I got one thing. I want to pay you guys a compliment now. When y'all have when y'all have guests on your show, y'all have dudes. You know what I'm talking about. You got Dudley Dawson. He's a du- he's a dude. Aaron Torres. He's a dude. Some of these other shows, they have less than dudes though.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, the old phone system never fails. Right at the perfect time too. So,
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> but we appreciate the compliment, Brent. Thank you. Yeah, we. Uh, we like to have a good time and like to have uh, some good guests on, some guys that are fun to talk with, and obviously uh, have some good callers, too, when they when they don't drop out. But that's two today already that we've had dropouts. That's that's uh, frustrating. I get it. But uh, real quick before we take a break, also, uh, J.K. in Fairfield Bay says, I don't care who we play as long as it's not Alabama next season. Well, yeah, well, it's not going to be Alabama. It's not going to be Georgia unless you face them in the SEC championship game. It's the only way you're going to be able to face off against those opponents or in the college football playoff. You know, one of the two. I'm sure that'll that'll totally happen and be no problem whatsoever. And also uh, from the Gangster Museum of America Live Fan Feedback. Uh, Okay, I'll I'll read that one uh, later because I know we're about to run out of time because I'm sure there'll be some reaction to that too. But still, uh, SEC schedule's officially out so we can uh, move forward to that and look forward to uh, next season. And We'll talk about that with Dudley Dawson of uh, Hogville.net. He'll join us in the 2 o'clock hour. But I tell you what. We have a little bit of a new thing here, because we said raise your basketball tickets we're going to give away. Throwing you a curveball, but it's a great deal for everybody. We're going to give away two sets of three tickets. That's right. A set of three tickets, and then another set of three tickets. And here's the kicker. Folks, when you win these tickets, you have to not only receive them, but accept them as your tickets before 5 o'clock today. That's not our rule. (laughs) That's the U of A rule, because if you don't accept them... They're going to release them so if you win the tickets today make sure that you accept them and get them before 5 p.m this afternoon so how about this caller number three right now at 501-661-1037 we'll get you a set of three to the t- game against Arkansas and Lipscomb and North Little Rock 501-661-1037 caller number three we'll set you up with that and we'll keep it moving here on Out of Bounds so stay with us
1: Big O Tires knows it's frustrating to jump through hoops. We hate them as much as you do. So we're bringing back
2: our buy three, get one free sale. At Big O, we legitimately give you a free tire. We don't mark it up. We don't make you mail in a rebate. You honestly get a free tire.
5: No hoops. Buy three, get one free. At the Big O Tire stores in Conway and Cabin. We have something for every vehicle. So save money today and get tight,
2: service, straight talk at the Big O Tires in Conway and Cabin. You know, I wish that I had Cookies Q. I
1: wish that I had Cookies Q. No
4: better value for your buck. Corky's Barbecue.
6: After I drop the kids off, I have to run across town for a meeting, hit the gym during lunch. Jake has soccer tonight, and Emily has gymnastics? Oh, did I turn on the crock pot this morning?
0: With a never-ending to-do list, it's easy to forget something important, like setting up a life insurance plan with Shelter Insurance. Your local shelter agent can show you how to create a safety net for your family. Shelter Life Insurance Company, Columbia, Missouri.
5: See Shelter Agent Matt Warden in Little Rock, Seth Hobbs in Bryant, or Nick Gennardi in
6: Sherwood. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-616-9695. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at tra.com or call 800-616-9695. That's 800-616-9695. Tax Relief Advocates, real solutions for real people.
5: Coach Muss and the Hogs return to the loudest neutral site arena in the country. It's Simmons Bank Arena in North Little Rock, Arkansas. On December 16th, be there and be loud as the Razorbacks battle Lipscomb on Saturday, December 16th, 5 p.m. Call the Hogs with Arkansas's own Devo Davis, Layden Blocker, and the rest of the squad by securing your seats today at the arena ticket office or by visiting SimmonsBankArena.com.
6: In Arkansas, cancers of the lung, breast, prostate, and colon are the leading cause of cancer deaths. Yet simple screenings can save lives, helping doctors find and treat cancer early. If you have a family history of cancer, you need to start screenings even earlier, because cancer screenings can never come too soon, only too late. To learn more, visit cancer.uams.edu. Sponsored by this station, the Arkansas Broadcasters Association, and UAMS.
1: At Edwards Food Giant, they know your family is important. And they also know that your time and convenience is as well. So why not take advantage of their heat and eat items in their deli department? Those famous Edwards Food Giant signature dishes with many of the same entrees and recipes that are served daily in the hot bar. All ready to take home and serve to your family tonight. And it can
3: all be found at your favorite Sister Arkansas Edwards Food Giant Deli. This week's special is Mexican chicken for only $7.49, paired with roasted corn and black beans for just $4.99.
0: Coach Nolan Richardson joins Randy and Rick every Thursday for Rolling with Nolan, presented by Slim Chickens of Central Arkansas. There are a lot of places to get chicken, but there's only one Slim's. It's Rolling with Nolan, Thursday at 6 on 103.7 The Buzz. Get only the best customer service and the best selection of meats at Hog's Meat Market. Market, where they have sliced head Deli Meats and Cheeses. Hogs Meat Market. The steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Jefferson. Off play action. Going to throw a little screen pass. Left side. Has completed the five. Into the end zone. Touchdown, Arkansas. Lucas from 11 yards out. And Arkansas is a PAT away from time. On 103.7 The Buzz.
2: If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market, been doing it 60-plus years. Give them a call, 501-982-2102. Make the trip to the lot off the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, guadneychevrolet.com. Get a deal started on guadagnichevrolet.com before making a trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle on guadagnichevrolet.com. Guadney's given up to giving thousands over book value whether you trade in a vehicle or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney's always actively buying vehicles so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com. And if you need a service, get it scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week, also Saturday. 7 a.m. until noon in case you can't make it throughout the week also on guadneychevrolet.com you can see a potential federal tax credit on an ev vehicle so um check out everything there is on guadneychevrolet.com just scroll through and depending on what you're looking for you'll be able to find it before you make the trip to the lot it's guadney chevrolet arkansas's number one chevy dealer guadney chevrolet Chevrolet.com out of bounds here on trash talk thursday and
3: we already have a winner for a set of three razorback basketball tickets against lipscomb so you can stop calling but that's okay doesn't mean we're not going to be giving away another set of three tickets here soon not right now but soon so be on the lookout for that as we will keep you updated on it but a lot of things happening in the world of sports especially what's trending so let's go ahead and dive into it
0: What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas' Zone West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. All right, what's trending in the
3: world of sports? A few things, especially nationally. Crazy, crazy scene last night in the NBA because, as we know, Giannis, one of the great players, not one of the best players in the NBA right now, scored 64 points in a win over the Pacers. Incredible. franchise record, 64 points. Just absolutely incredible. Well, that's all well and good, but then it got heated because not only did Giannis exchange heated words with members of the Indiana staff, but he also raced towards the Pacers locker room as both teams squared off in the hallway <laughs> over a dispute over the game ball. Because after Milwaukee ended up winning and having that record-breaking performance by Giannis, of course, wanted the game ball, but there was an animated discussion that Giannis was having with Tyrese Halliburton and other Pacers, and he was searching for it. And Rick Carlisle, the Indiana coach, said afterwards that the Pacers had taken the ball because Oscar, Oscar Sheebway, scored his first official NBA point in the contest, (laughs) and it led to a confrontation.
2: (laughs) One point to 64 points. Same difference, right? Yeah, exactly. But um, no, Giannis, he definitely should have gotten the game ball, and then you know, they said that there are a couple of game balls, and like, they play with more than one ball, but Giannis wanted the one that was used the most because he said that he, you know, he could feel the difference, you know, the ball felt kind of worn or whatever, and it wasn't like – it didn't feel like a new basketball.
3: Yeah, I guess, yeah his quote was, uh, I have no idea. I'm not going to lie. I really don't know. I have a ball, but I don't know if it's the game ball. It doesn't feel like the game ball to me. It feels like a brand-new ball. I can tell. I played, what, 35 minutes today? I know how the game ball felt, the ball that I have, which I'll take, and I'll give it to my mom for sure, but I don't know if it's actually
2: the game ball. So That's ridiculous, though. Man. I mean, because he should be the one to get the yes. Yes. act. And, and like we said, you know, it's more than one basketball that's being used, but if if, if there's a choice, Giannis should get his choice of which ball he gets. Yes. like it, That shouldn't even be a debate. And the fact that it had it escalated
3: to that was, was just over-the-top absurd. I mean, it was it, he was running in there, and then the, they had the audio kind of leak, or at least uh, people were able to decipher what was being yelled at in the locker room, and it was, you know, very heated over it. But good grief, just give the man the ball. 64 points in a franchise record. Let him have the ball, and Oscar Sheepway for one point. Okay, again, give him another ball, but just let the man have his choice. Let him do it. Just so over the top, so ridiculous. But I, I would be, if I was Giannis, though,
2: I would definitely be very upset, What, what too. they should do, like, let's say, for example, they are six game basketballs. Put all six of them in a row. Let Giannis go through and grab the one he wants. That's right. And you know what? I, I'm just going out on a limb
3: here. But I feel like if you gave one of those balls to Oscar Shibwe, I don't think he'd be like, mm, no, this isn't it. This isn't it. <laughs> Since he like, played like almost no minutes. Like, it, it, I think I think Oscar Shibwe would be thankful for... It, it, no matter the what thought. it was. Yes. He,
2: he's thankful for the thought, first of all.
3: Yes. So, yeah, it didn't need to escalate that way, but it did. So quite a scene. Quite a scene happening last night in that game. But there's also some news coming from the NBA where Draymond Green, we talked about him and his uh, forearm that he threw and you know what was going to be the, uh, uh, the punishment or the consequence, at least from the NBA. Well, it, it was made official last night that the NBA is suspending Golden State's Draymond Green Indefinitely, no number of games at this point, no specifics. But uh, apparently, not only will he be suspended indefinitely, but according to Shams, says he's expected to receive counseling and work with the Warriors and NBA while suspended after striking uh, Phoenix Yusuf Nurkic, Nurkic, and is in the head. And he has met; he has to meet the criteria before he can
2: return to play. And and that's the main thing, that he needs to meet a certain criteria that we may not know what it is. Maybe it comes out at some point as far as the details, but they know what it is. He's going to sit down with the Warriors, NBA officials, and they'll get it all worked out. And... If uh, it's a certain timeline they're looking at, like, you know, if he could do it in a certain time frame, then he'll be back sooner than later.
3: Yeah, well, I mean, it's, he had to do something, and I think that it's at least could be beneficial to work with the people that he will be working with to try to uh, get his mind right instead of having these things happen and these blow-ups, but, yeah, I mean, we don't know how long it's going to take, but it is indefinitely, so no set time frame. But also, how about this? Shout-out to the Arkansas State basketball team for defeating Louisville last night. That was a huge one. Now, Louisville's been in bad shape uh, for a while now, but any time that you were able to uh, get it going and and have a big win like that, it's awesome. But, man, Louisville's also got some major problems where uh, Karan Davis, who was one of the players on the team, it was announced that he was going to be uh, transferring – out and then uh, Louisville even said in a statement from the program itself, not a source, not some uh, you know different third party, but actually Louisville says that JUCO transfer Karan Davis is leaving the program. To which Karan Davis said it, it came out on Twitter and said, "I didn't express to anyone <laughs> at Louisville that I wanted to transfer. I never asked to transfer. I enjoy being a Cardinal. The fact that an official statement was released giving false information is disheartening and sad." and he was even at the game last night in the stands. What a mess that is.
2: Right, right. They um, forgot to discuss it with him that they wanted him to transfer. Ah, oh, whoops. Sorry, man. Did you not get our email? You didn't get the memo? Yeah, we were going to ask you to transfer out. Just
3: a weird deal, and, and Louisville's just a mess, not only on the court, losing a ton of games. Kenny Payne's been a disaster since he's been there, but uh, this type of story on top of it, too, is just a bad, bad, bad look all around feel bad for the kid, too, because he was there in the stands watching the game. Like He was there as a Cardinal Hmm. fan watching the game in the stands, maybe also kind of making a point, too. But, yeah, just a bad, bad deal all around. But congratulations to Arkansas State, though. That's huge. All right, we're going to take a top-of-the-hour update. We'll have some other headlines to get into later in the show. But when we come back, we're going to have Dudley Dawson of hogville.net He's going to be joining us. Look forward to catching up with him about all things happening with the Razorback transfer portal, some basketball talk. We'll get to him. And also, what's he think of the Razorback football schedule? We'll have all that and a lot more next here on Out of Bounds in the second hour. So stay with us.
0: Which Matt Zimmerman joins Randy and Rick on Drive Time Sports each week to talk all things college hoops,
5: courtesy of the DHR group of Sonic Drive-Ins. Twin Peaks is the best in the game. Here, you're in the red zone for every college rivalry and divisional matchup all season long. On game day, you never have to decide which teams to watch. Only what combination
4: of bites, burgers, wings,